the Summer Skate Studios Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live. Behind the Mask, this College Hockey West Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. For lunch or before the game, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style at jessierayesbarbecue.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Summer skates, whether our original red or black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. By the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. You are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. Anyway, they may be joining us tonight on this rainy Sunday night on the East Coast. I am not quite to that palatial estate yet, but Scott Strandy with you tonight from York, Pennsylvania, making my way out to uh, – to uh, do some do some hockey things out here in the East Coast, and uh, just left um, the beautiful city of Lynchburg, Virginia. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, where everything is sunny, uh, rainbows, gum gumdrops, uh, everything's perfect out there. I, I understand. Paul, how are you? Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, it's I don't not? think so. No. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I hate it when it gets like this, these rainy, muggy. Yeah, listen, I know it's going to happen, but when it's like days and like two or three days and it just makes everything feel icky. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I am it. telling you about okay, it. So, so let me tell you about a, a couple of days uh, in the life of, of me. Um, driving through Tennessee... Uh, Rose I, petals, yeah. Okay. I was coming off the uh, the interstate, and I saw yeah. this beautiful sign that said, "Fuel three dollars and eighteen cents a gallon." So I said, "Wow, I'm not going to pass that up." So I pulled off, got in. It was a Speedway gas station. Yeah, you're welcome, Speedway. And I went in and got my two Diet Mountain Dews on the buy one get one free. Had Very a coupon nice. on the app, so I so I got another one free. Nice. So Came that bit, three for one. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was very great. nice. So I come out, get him in the car. I'm all excited, um, and, and I'm getting ready to fill the tank up. I go, you know what? I'm gonna run in and get some uh, some fuel injector cleaner just for this trip because 318. I'm gonna fill it to the top, and so I go back in, get some fuel cleaner and uh, in, injector cleaner. Come back out, put it in the tank, and while I'm doing that, I'm going, okay, well, I'll throw the trash out too. So I set my phone on the roof of the car. And uh, I go grab the trash from the back seat, and I throw it away, and I finish filling up the tank, and I close it up, and close the 
the door on the gas tank and hang the nozzle back up. I'm all ready to go, right? Yeah. Forgot to pick up the phone. So um, we, we get driving. And apparently, because I had a rubber case on it, it stuck pretty well to the roof for the first, I don't know, quarter mile, half mile. But when I turned to pull onto the interstate, I heard this thunk, 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 thunk. And uh, Terry looked at, or looked at me and she goes, what was that? And I said, I have no idea. It must have been something in the trunk. Then we stop. drove about another four or five miles and I started searching for my phone. I go, oh no. It immediately hit me that my phone was on the roof and I hadn't taken it back. So to make Did a long story short, no, it was on the side of the freeway, man. So what? I had just come off a of stuck on the freeway. I mean, there's no way. I would have had to go back, pull right. over, yeah. and try to find it. No, it would have been in a million pieces, I'm certain. I had a rubber case I would on heard, it. I would know, no, not on the face of it, just on the back of it. Well, anyway. Uh, okay, I so, would have at least taken one shot at it anyway. Yeah, well, I was on the interstate, and I was running late. And I wasn't going back for it because I felt like it was, if I do find it, it, and I wasn't even 100% sure where it fell off at. I kind of knew, but I thought, okay. you know what? The traffic all over the place, I'm going to be, you know, it wasn't worth risking myself. So anyway, make a long story short, that is my, uh, my phone that has everything in it, as you know by now, but the listeners don't. So anyway... Yeah, so anyway, uh, I go to T-Mobile today to find out, and they go, hey, you know, how about we do this? We'll, uh, we'll give you a, um, a SIM card that you can put in your other phone temporarily right. until you can get another phone, and that'll give you at least that back. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, right. Little did I not know that uh, you have to – all of my stuff is saved on the cloud using my um, – Apple ID. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even get yeah. me started. Yeah, okay. You do not so anyway. even get me started with that. Okay, so I couldn't get into my Apple ID, or I haven't yet. So while I was, while the phone works and I can call out, I don't have my contacts. I don't have my pictures. I don't have my apps. None of that stuff came through. So while I'm in the uh, T-Mobile store, I'm, I'm asking them about, um, about my internet issues, as you know, when I'm on the road, I have internet issues, right? right. So I'm asking him, is there anything I can do with you? Is there like a hotspot or anything like that? And the guy shows me this new, um, it's called the 5G gateway for T-Mobile at home. And he goes, hey, you know, because you're on the business plan, I can get you a really good deal on this. As a matter of fact, even give oh, you a $100 rebate on it and it'll cost you nothing. Okay. So I'm going, uh, and he goes, you got two weeks to try it to so see what you think of it. So I'm going, yeah, okay. I said, how does it work? He goes, well, as long as you've got 5G um, service wherever you're at, um, it'll work great. Okay, fine. So I get out the door, get on my way. We pull in here. I'm running late, as you know. I sprint up here. I plug, the thing, I plug the thing in. I log in. And um, right now you are listening to me on an excellent uh, device <laughs> that's giving me an excellent signal. Right, um, right here in the hotel. Give it a so minute. So all I have to do is unplug it, take it with me. When I come to the new spot, I plug it in. If it's got 5G service, I've got internet connection. I don't need the hotel anymore. I don't need their internet connection. So I am absolutely thrilled that this is working because this is phenomenal. 
So anyway, okay. um, don't have my phone yet. Don't, I don't have a new phone. I don't have it set up, obviously, but I do have the 760 number on one of my other phones. So that's all good. Um, and anyway, so that that's the story of the last couple of days. I drove the last, uh, I don't know, hour or so in rain up here in the dark. Um, never been to York, Pennsylvania before. Uh, so I'm here now looking to get a York peppermint patty, I'm told. I, I, ugh. <laughs> well, ugh. this is the home of it. Did, know, you know that York, the... did you know that York was once the capital of the uh, U.S.? What? Did you know that? Uh, the original oh. capital was York, Pennsylvania, before it was moved to Washington, D.C. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Google machine. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> Anyway, I arrived in the dark. I see nothing. Um, anyway, so that's where we are from here. Tomorrow night, great show lined up, assuming that I get to you. Yeah. <laughs> At Northwell Health Ice Center, we're going to uh, watch a little practice, and then we are going to uh, visit uh, live with the head coach from Long Island University, Brett Riley, is going to join us. And it'll be early. It'll be 5.30 really? Eastern time. Okay. So, yeah, how about that? Paul Hornstein gets a normal night's sleep for a change. It'll be weird. <laughs> anyway, so It'll that's the plan weird. for tomorrow. I'm, I'm not sure I was I was attempting to make a trip up to Army. I don't know how that's going to go now that I'm still three hours away. And uh, Anyway, but it was a great weekend at Adrian. I know this is an NCAA show, but I'll tell you, I'm not Adrian. Adrian? At Lynchburg, Lynchburg with Liberty. I saw Liberty and the defending champion might not say Beavers at a midnight game on Friday night. Um, I watched the game on Saturday afternoon for the uh, six-time champion Liberty women take on Washington uh, Pride. And then on uh, Saturday night, I watched game two of the Minot State Liberty game. Paul, I told you off air, um, Minot State is for real. Uh, if you're Denver and you're Colorado College in December, uh, take these guys seriously because they're really good. They're really good. They're really deep, and they got exceptional goaltending, and they are fast. This is NCAA fastball. That's how good this Minot State team is. Well, I'll say it again, and I've said this to you before, and I'm sure I've said it here. Um, these three programs, there's uh, whatever the reasoning is, no, these these three programs need to make the jump and do it now. Three, yeah. Which three? Uh, my not. Yep. And the two Liberty programs. Oh, okay. Oh, two Liberty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and by the way, that was my first time to Liberty, and wow, what a fantastic campus! I mean that that campus dominates the area of Lynchburg, and I do mean area because uh, Lynchburg is a little ways away the city proper, but um, boy, when you get there and you see this football stadium with 25,000 seats and looking great, and then you go to the La Jolla Ice Center and you see what they've got inside there, um, and you pack 4,000 people in there at midnight, and uh, they gave me the president's suite. Shh, don't tell him. He was out of town with the football team. What? And uh, Kirk Handy, who took such good care of us, uh, brought me up there. He goes, here you go. Uh, you stay here in the president's suite. Um, 
I'm sure that the president was there <laughs> serving you. No, no, but the uh, the vice president came in. I was all camped out in there. Kirk didn't tell me anybody else was coming in there. So I'm all camped out in there getting comfortable, and in comes the, the vice president. He goes, hello, how are you? I'm going like, yeah, who, who are you? He goes, I'm the vice president <laughs> with his family. I'm going like, um, Kirk Handy told me I could come in. He goes, yeah, yeah, no problem. You told me that you were here. <laughs> it's good to be the king, so baby. So a little it's uncomfortable good to for a moment. Be the but, king. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable. But anyway, yeah. um, free beverages, okay. free snacks, uh, really good seats, uh, TV in there, obviously, to watch the game on ESPN 3. Yeah, ESPN but Plus. Anyway, yeah. Or Plus, yeah. Yeah, so well, anyways, listen, that, I've been telling you for a while. Now, like I said, it's good to be the king, baby. It's good to be the king, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just this little piddly, you know. Uh, so, get, so I've been telling know. people that I'm attempting to make it to Long Island and do the show, and everybody's going like, why don't you just do it from the palatial estate? And I'm going like, yeah, you think anybody's getting through those gates? No. Well, yeah, let, me know, let me know when you find said palatial <laughs> estate, because I'd certainly like to see it. <laughs> they I, they said now you better go to Northwell because you know nobody's getting through the uh, the gates so to speak uh, out yeah. on Long Island. So yeah. anyway, that's where we'll be tomorrow night, um, God willing and weather permitting. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you got the day oh, off. Oh please, oh jeez, don't even get me started on that. So you oh, got the day Lord. off, so that means oh. that the traffic should be nil. Um, oh. Going through New York, it shouldn't be an issue, right? All I know, all I know is this: I'm sitting here, and for the last, you know, uh, and I realize that your schedule is always TBA. <laughs> okay, um, because you never know, you know, where the chauffeur is going to take you, and <laughs> something like that. And and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I just go there right from work. I don't have to, you know, <laughs> no extra driving, no nut. And all of a sudden, I get home and it hits me. <laughs> I am off. Just ruined the day off. Well, I have to take the dog to the vet anyway, but that's, that, that's how I remembered. Oh, wait a minute. I'm off. I got to make the trip on my day off? Oh, jeez. Uh, and I'm asking you, how far is it from here to here and here to there? And you're giving me these times like, five hours you're going like if you leave at 10 you might make it there by 3 30 i'm going like what and then i'm i'm putting this stuff in and i'm freaking out it's telling me like you have 72 miles in an hour and 27 minutes i'm going like what are you telling hour and 27 minutes if Dude. i leave at noon i'll be there at 1 30. okay if i leave at noon and it takes three hours i'll be there at three okay <laughs> this is from a man who died okay I'm just I'm listen it is a it is a religious holiday tomorrow um Yom Kippur I'm told yeah um uh, so it does throw kind of a wild card into the to the mix but uh, don't <laughs> fall asleep on that GPS but, baby because but but tell me I do quote unquote 50 miles every day it what? is not more than three hours okay <laughs> Okay. Uh, listen, you could be right, or there could be an accident on the cross Bronx and you'd be screwed. That's all. 
Oh my God. Okay. So anyway, um, that's what's happening uh, tomorrow. Tonight we have good stuff to talk about because we right. have uh, Paul Hornstein has composed a preseason poll. Can you believe this? A preseason Super 16. He was. I think it was Butchergrass that really shoved the needle into you. No, no. So, I had this. I've had. I've had. I had this done for a while. I know. I had this done for a while. Uh, Air Force it. One, a, Anchorage no. Two, Fairbanks no, Three, AIC Four, ASU Five, <laughs> Army Six, August Down to Seven, Bemidji Seven, uh, Eight, Bentley Nine, BC Ten, BU Eleven, uh, Bowling Green Twelve, Brown Thirteen, Canisius Fourteen, Clarkson Fifteen, and Colgate Sixteen. Also receiving, also receiving votes: Colorado College, Connecticut, and Cornell. <laughs> Denver doesn't get a vote. <laughs> no, they're too far down on the list. And you got the alums. Where do you got the the alums? What? Well, no, they're one, <laughs> two, three, four. They're five, baby. Number five, <laughs> top five. I love it. I love it, folks. If you believe that, um, I've got some really good oceanfront property in Arizona that I'd like to sell you. But Ooh, anyway, George that. Strait tickets you got? What? Let's go. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, um, I, I know how you get tickets. <laughs> um, you, you told I me don't... story about getting tickets. Anyway. Oh, please. Oh, what are you talking about? The Jimmy anyway. Buffett concert? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, so so that'll be coming up in just a little bit we'll have uh have paul hornstein super 16. um in the meantime uh, i thought we'd start the show tonight paul because when i was telling you i went from um st louis to kansas city kansas city to springfield missouri springfield missouri to nashville tennessee and then up to lynchburg virginia and when i went through there uh through tennessee that is i um i stopped in to see our friend nick guerrero at Tennessee State. Right. Did he think he was being punked again? Uh, no. No, he, no? Thought, he okay. thought this was pretty cool. And uh, he showed right. me around the campus. He showed me around the building. And I posed it to our viewers uh, in a short Twitter or X uh, post. I said, um, you take a look at this and Twitter. tell me if you think this would make a dynamite uh, hockey facility. It's going to take some work, but tell me what you think. So if you if you get onto our X account at College Hockey W, you will be Twitter. able to see that, and and, we'll, <laughs> and you can make up your own mind. But in the meantime, um, I sat down with Nick for about six and a half minutes and recorded a little something, so you can all get an update on where the folks at Tennessee State University stand on their um, attempt at a hockey program. Uh, ACHA, AAU, they haven't decided yet and then hopefully making a jump to NCAA very soon. So here you go. Here's my uh, visit with Nick Guerrero from Tennessee State. I'm turn you off. All right, here we go. We are uh, making my ACHA tour, my NCAA tour. Got to Nashville, Tennessee, said I've got to stop in at Tennessee State. Got Nick Guerrero with me. Nick, uh, give us that title now because I think you wear like 11 hats. So what do you do here at Tennessee State, and what has it got to do with the potential for hockey? Yeah, so uh, my title here is uh, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications and Creative. Um, I'm also the person who's kind of trying to put together our hockey team here at TSU. Uh, we made the announcement in June, and, you know, we're a couple months into it. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, 
we're in the process of you know hiring our first director of hockey operations, and that person will come in and you know work with uh, work with me and, and our athletic director to uh, you know find those student athletes that want to come to TSU and you know get some funding for the program. All right, you brought me into this beautiful building. I know that you tell me there's things that need to be done. I get it. But uh, I want to show our listeners, if you want to tell us a little bit about what this seats, all of that, I'm going to take a little scan here, let our viewers take a look at it and make the decision for themselves. Could you play hockey in this building is the question I ask. You know, it's a, it's a good question. Obviously, the Gentry Center is where we host our men's and women's basketball games. We have concerts here and our graduation as well. Um, could you play hockey here? That's a great question. Um, you know, at one point when we were kind of exploring everything that we're doing, took a tape measure, went from one side to the other, and, you know, could there be a, a situation where you could play hockey here? Of course. I think every facility, every basketball arena could at some point, you know, have hockey in it. Um, I do know that our university is exploring the potential of a facility, and, you know, potentially with the help of the NHL and the Predators, that actually comes to reality soon. Um, but the Gentry Center definitely stood uh, stood up well for Tennessee State. Our, our band, the aristocratic bands, rock this place every <laughs> every Thursday or Saturday during Ohio Valley Conference play. Um, but you know what? It would, it, would, it would be a place that would be just your traditional barn, you know? This is something that you look at and, and maybe this has that feel of, of a Northeast uh, school. Uh, but, you know, any, they always say never say never when it comes to facilities. Um, you know, we, we some some help to you know redo the facility and, and put the pipes down and everything but you know we're exploring all options as they say and when you look at this it's got a beautiful lower bowl so to speak and i, I was telling you off camera i said i think there's a lot of things you could do here to bring four thousand to six thousand lower bowl seats which would be beautiful and, and perfect for this um since your announcement was made uh, what was that, June, when your phone blew up and we had you on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, was... what's, what's the progress been like? How are things going right now? And um, do you have a timeline yet? No timeline right now, but since June, um, you know, and speaking with you guys, it's been meetings on meetings on meetings, speaking, you know, with the different conferences to see, you know, ACHA and AAU. Obviously, we're going to start as a club team in 24 and, you know, we have to build it from the ground up just like a, an expansion team. So talking with the equipment companies, you know, talking with the local vendors, and, you know, trying to see what is the best product for Tennessee State being the first HBCU to have hockey. Um, you know, like I said, we're, we're excited to, you know, drop a puck in, in about a year's time right now. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot to do. And obviously with our president, Dr. Glover, and Dr. Allen, our athletic director, fully on board, you know, it's, it's going to be something that uh, is going to be exciting over the next 12 months. Has there been chatter from the uh, student section, potential players that, that may want to join up with this group? Should that become a reality? Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, interest from some students that want to be a part of the, uh, of the team, but we've also gotten a lot of interest from students that just want to be a part of the management team, you know, whether it's a social media, whether it's, you know, equipment or, you know, just helping out in the offices. You, you know, as you see, a lot of club teams are student-led and student-run. Uh, Tennessee State will be run by the athletic department and myself. Um, but it's great to see that there are kids that are, you know, interested in the sport of hockey and interested on the media side and even on the marketing side to try and help push this program. Okay, so before I let you go, 
what's the next step? Uh, where would you say you are in, in the next step of the process? And when do you have something you want to tell us? <laughs> sure. You know, the next step in the process would be finalizing all of our interviews for the director of hockey ops position. You know, I'd like to have that position in place. Our homecoming is October 14th. So in a Disney world, you know, I'd love to be able to stand on the 50 with a person standing next to me to make that announcement. But if that doesn't happen, you know, we'll, we'll do it at the right time with the right candidate. Um, you know, after that, it's going to be a grind. we got to, you know, put the schedule together, get the equipment, get the kids, um, and just kind of go for that funding. You know, we've got our our donation page on tsutigers.com slash hockey. So, you know, if anybody is out there looking to help us out, you know, we'll take what we can get and, uh, you know, try and try and make it and, and be the, the break the barrier in, in college hockey from an HBCU side. Okay. Um, I love the facility. I love the campus. I think it's perfect. It's on campus. Uh, the final one for you is if you can't get this place renovated and in here, there are other options, are there not? Yeah, there's a four or five rinks within Nashville proper. Um, about a mile from our campus is Centennial, where the Predators have their facility. It's city-owned. Then there are the Ford Ice Rinks in Bellevue and Antioch, which the Predators have their name on it. Uh, there's a facility up in Clarksville, which is about 45 minutes, 45 minutes north um, that, you know, is brand new that has a, a, a rink in it as well. Um, you know, and there's potential to maybe do some things at Bridgestone and work with our partnership with the Predators. Um, you know, any, anything can happen, as they say, but, uh, you know, we're just excited to put a team together and wherever we play, we play. Nick, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate uh, your hospitality as always. And. Best of luck in the process. Thank you very much. Okay, that's Nick Guerrero, the uh, athletic director, assistant athletic director for communications and creative content. Just one of the hats that uh, Nick wears. Paul, uh, you've heard that before. You heard it again now. Yeah. Your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about Tennessee State? And are they on the right track at this point? Well, I hope they get it together. Um, you know, um, you know, you sit there and, and you want to make sure you take the time to find the right people. Um, I, you know, we know that uh, the phones blew up. Um, and, uh, you know, I and I only say this from an interesting standpoint because it caught my eye. Now, yes, this person had baseball experience, but... Um, the Tigers, the Detroit Tigers, um, brought in somebody from their front office who spent the last year and a half working for the Blackhawks. So we're not talking about, uh, you know, actual on-ice stuff, so to speak. But, you know, maybe a little – I mean, this is an outside-the-box situation. So maybe continue to do that outside the box thinking and get somebody, you know, that fits what you want, um, that might just have experience in a different sport. Um, because, you know, you have to find the right equipment. You have to find, um, you know, whatever the, I mean, the hockey ops person basically is the person that's almost like a general manager. So you don't have to have played. You don't have to uh, have, uh, you know, 
you know, be uh, necessarily specifically in this. But like I said, just it's, it's an outside the box program anyway. And yeah, and I think I think that is what's happening. I think they've come to the conclusion from what I heard from Nick off camera is that they realize that this is going to be probably a two person or more uh, type of thing to get going because of the uniqueness of the fact right. that they are the uh, historically black college and university, I'll, the HBCU. I'll just, I'll just say this, and you know, I get the business aspect of it. You know, you're you're going to have to pay somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, if you if you um, think you're making the move to NCAA over a short period of time, that's a whole nother animal. Well, uh, listen, you got to get started first. I'm not even wor- I'm not even talking about that. Let's let's get the hockey ops person in there and and let's get a coach in there to start building the program. Yep, exactly. I think that's so, what they're working on. Um, uh, I believe their their president is uh, re- retiring in June, and she would very much like to make this uh, a mark that she left uh, on Tennessee it. State on her way out. I get so it. I think that drive uh, means that they will get something done and. As Nick said, they want to drop the puck in September or October of 2024, which is about a year away. So you got to find a facility. You got to find some teams to play. You got to find some players. You got to find a coach, hockey ops guy. You got to do all that stuff. And we will keep our eyes uh, focused on uh, Nashville, Tennessee as things progress. As you know, we were one of the first to have Nick on on the podcast, uh, College Hockey coast to coast on our Monday night show. Yeah. And um, he's very excited about coming back on again when he's got an announcement. Keep your eyes on October 14th. He, he brought that date up. That's their homecoming. There'll be a All lot right, of So we'll just punk him on the football. 15th. We'll punk him on the 15th. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, I just thought that was an interesting uh, take. And I thought, well, when I'm going through there, I'd stop. Yeah. I can tell you that campus has got a lot of room. Uh, and they were talking about the possibility of uh, Major League Baseball coming in across the street, so to speak. And uh, the plans are for some new facilities on campus. Athletic-wise, they have some great facilities right now. That building that they are in, it, it needs a little work, and obviously it needs to be retrofitted for uh, ice and, and you know hockey. But, Et cetera, yeah. Boy, the lower bowl there, Paul, would seat four to 6,000 if you did it right. And you could That's all you, you could put some luxury boxes above it, and uh, you know I, I, I've become a fan of luxury boxes after this weekend. Wow, well, I don't know, I'm kind of getting yeah, let's, spoiled, let's, I uh, guess. Yeah, but. let's let's not get. Yeah, <laughs> I think Hillary should have a luxury box for when I visit. <sighs> Let, no? let's. Yeah, I'm I'm no. done here. <laughs> oh, it's early yet. It's early yet. I'm on the East Coast. It's it's ten oh one. I know. The East Coast. It, this is really funky. Um, I know. I was thinking today, I'm going like, man, I know what Paul goes through. I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock. I don't want to be up doing the podcast, but here I am. Yep. <laughs> anyway, let's take a quick break. Let's come back because we have some things to talk about before we get to that Super 16. We're going to hold that for just a little bit longer. But there's some guys that played uh, prominent roles on NCAA teams that are making their mark in the NHL, and two of them are with the Arizona Coyotes. So we'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. 
point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness gracious, man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the Summer Skate Studios, you're listening to ITHSW Podcast's College Hockey West Live. Indeed, you are listening to College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from York, Pennsylvania, on my way to Long Island, New York, where, by the way, my co-host is standing by in that palatial estate if he hasn't fallen asleep yet because it is late. I mean, it is after 10 o'clock on the, here on the East Coast, the time zone that everybody knows, I'm told. Yep. Paul Hornstein with me. Um, Paul? Uh, who, else is, who else is hosting this show? <laughs> you and I. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't know where this palatial estate thing came. Who's oh, that? 
Okay. Well, we'll find out. Everybody, everybody thinks we should do the show from the deck at the palatial estate. I said, nah, we'll never get through the gates. Well, if you There's find one, let me chance. If you find but one, let me know. The Botanical Garden will chase us away too, and you know we got to do it at uh, at the Northwell um, Health Ice Center. Yeah, I'm down. Where, I'm ready. Where is that located? What's the official title? Because I'm seeing stuff on Google. Tell me where that's located, Paul. What what city? What borough? What what? Well, area? first of all, it's Nassau County. Okay. Is there a city? Okay. Um, it's East Meadow. East Meadow. Okay, yeah. that's what I saw on my map, and I just want to make sure that's correct. So by yeah, Eisenhower we'll have, Park, uh, we'll have. Uh, Head coach Brett Riley joining us live. He'll be sitting between the two of us. Yeah, well, well I feel bad for lucky him, Brett. but yeah, okay. Yeah, lucky, lucky him. Brett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's tomorrow night. So tonight, you got a couple. Oh, how was that? That was tonight. Oh, that wasn't bad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, we got to get to the Super 16. We'll do that. We have uh, we have to discuss what's going on at Bowling Green. It's yeah. the negative side of things. You and I both don't like that part of it, but as you so aptly put it when we talked pre-show, uh, we really can't bury our head in the sand about it either, especially with what's going on. So we'll talk about that. Um, you know, I went on a rant last week about the right. sportsmanship and all of that stuff. So we'll get to that in just a second. Um, but well, before we get to that, okay. I want to talk a little bit about some guys that are making their mark. Uh, in, well, in why don't we show. why don't we talk about that first and get it over with? Okay, and sure. then go okay. from. Listen, right, basically, bottom line is this: in a, at, a, at a campus that's already had hazing issues, they had another one. The coach has been suspended. Players have been suspended. You know, whatever phrase you choose to use, leave whatever. Um, and apparently, and this was this is the only thing that's been made public so far, is the player who was the target of quote unquote said supposed hazing came out and said, you know, I'm not going to put up with this. Uh, we had had, we just had issues here. And, you know, if my speaking up about it makes me a bad teammate, then okay, then I'm a bad teammate. Yeah. The player was their leading scorer last year as a freshman. No, is now obviously is now in the portal and would be eligible to play at the start of whatever spring semester, whatever school he ends up at. Um, don't do okay. it, people. Just don't do it. You know, we see these commercials on TV, one of the insurance companies where one of the football coaches is drawing mustaches on players' faces. That's good-natured fun. Okay? Uh, it's exaggerated, but that's... You know, if, if if it's where a situation where you have a player saying, hey, I'm done here, that's not good-natured fun. Nope, that's taking it too far. You know, that is just, what are we doing? When does it stop, people? Just stop. You know, you want to stick somebody's fingers in a glass of warm water while they're sleeping? Okay, just hopefully they have a change of clothes if that's actually true, if that actually works. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, you know, there's a giving them hazing ideas. No, this is not new. If, if, if I know about it, it means it was, you know, <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, but the, the, the point is, 
What are we doing? Stop it. Yeah, I mean, it just Jeez. goes it just goes too far. And if it goes too far, then it becomes uh, if you're making another person uncomfortable, that's it. You got to stop. Yeah, you got to stop. stop. Okay. And if they say no, you really have to stop. So um, that there's really no excuse for it. Um, I, I kind of feel bad for the coach because this was an off-campus incident, um, allegedly. And uh, when when that happens, you hate to see the coach uh, be forced to be put on leave or administrative leave or wherever he's at. But um, you know what? You, you've got a responsibility on or off the ice 24-7. Yep. That, yep. That's under your umbrella. So, yep. um, you know, and everybody, of course, is uh, innocent until proven guilty. So I don't want to uh, lay any blame anywhere. But when a victim comes forward, uh, you got to listen. you, you right, got just... to listen to them and get their thoughts. Right. I just like I said, I don't want I don't like to we don't like to focus on this stuff, but we can't ignore it. So we've said well, it. We made people aware of it. If they want more information, they can find it themselves um, and go from there. So, again, you know, that's that. OK, um, let's get to the okay. positive side of things. Air Force, um, Anchorage, Fairbanks, no, 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 AIC. No, stop. We're not getting there yet. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to talk about uh, the former captain for Arizona State University, one Josh Doan. Right. Has uh, found another level, and uh, he is making it very, very difficult for the Arizona Coyotes to not bring him up to the NHL roster. I believe that's six goals right. and four assists in three NHL preseason games. That's including three or four. I can't. I, I got to look. Sorry, whatever. Maybe, maybe four. Uh, in the uh, rookie faceoff in Vegas, and now last night against the St. Louis Blues, he had a hat trick. And uh, Paul, I, I think it's because you kept saying Josh shoot the puck when he was at ASU. Uh, well, now yeah. He decided that I'm just going to shoot it and score. Well, you know, I, I'm sure he'll be better than his dad. Um, that's already out there. Please. Oh, Can yeah. We stop. Well. Maybe he better play in 20 years first. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, like, like, okay, uh, listen, you want to be excited? That's awesome. Great. Be excited. <laughs> but can we calm down about some goals in preseason rookie games and exhibition games? <laughs> right now, the, 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 the San Jose Sharks are, are winning 5-2 to two against the defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, in a preseason game in San Jose. Really? Does anybody really care? Other than the players who were on the, the edge of maybe making or not making the team? Can oh, I tell please, you one person stop. that probably cares? Yeah, I know. I, I get that the team... Stephen, Mar Stephen Marsh. Stephen, get over yourself, too. It's an exhibition game. Okay? Um, on Tuesday night, the Islanders play the team from Manhattan. I could care less as long as nobody gets hurt. Is that on the island or is that at uh, the I don't garden? know. Oh, okay. Because you don't care less. You care less. I, I don't. I, I really don't. It'll be on TV <laughs> somewhere and, you know, uh, whatever. I mean, okay. there'll be no football and I'll watch hockey because it's either that because you know, I'll be switching back and forth between that and the Mets, but whatever. Okay. So then let's go to another college player, one that made the late jump to the Arizona Coyotes and one Logan Cooley 
who put on a display in Australia of all places. Um, was that um, Connor McDavid esque? The oh way my he rolled God. through people and moved to the front of the net as he was going down, scoring the goal. I mean, goodness. Oh. I mean, people are talking about the Arizona Coyotes being a sleeper. Well, if they put the right pieces together, it could be something. And, Paul, there were, there, there could be Stanley Cup playoffs. God, in calm down. Okay, kid, calm down. In Arena. Calm down. It was a Stanley great move. It was in Mullet Arena. It was a great move. It was a jump out of your seat move. And all plaudits and credit to Cooley for an absolutely, uh, I mean, I hate to say goal of the year type goal, but, you know, if this was a regular season game, it would be, you know, it would be, it would be the highlight of the month and the highlight of the season. Exhibition game. Let's calm down. (laughs) But. That but it's in said, Australia, and all eyes were on them. That being said, again, it was a jump out of your seat goal. Okay, fair enough. Um, but but tell me, uh, how would you feel about seeing that pitchfork on uh, an NHL playoff game? I always love seeing that pitchfork. I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch games, uh, home Coyotes home games, just to see the pitchfork. Yeah, I love it. Well, never say never, as as one said, uh, Nick Guerrero. So well, who yeah, knows? Um, we'll see what happens. And there's been more. There's been a bunch more. Magnus um, Corona in the rookie faceoff uh, tournament in um, Las Vegas was uh, sparkling, shall we say? Um, and um, Kyle Mayhew, I understand, had a pretty decent uh, uh, appearance for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So there's there's some guys that are making waves. I, I'm missing a whole bunch. Uh, Adam Fantilli has been putting on uh, a pretty big show in Columbus. Uh, I understand Hunter McCowan is having a pretty good camp as well, uh, the Colorado College product. And uh, not a college player, but uh, Connor Bedard seems to be fitting in nicely with the Blackhawks. I mean, I haven't really seen a whole lot of Bedard highlights. In this first game. Yeah, well, listen, and, I, and and I'm pretty sure they've had a they they had the the that whatever that whoever they were playing, I'm sure they had it on some Canadian TSN ish. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Conor Bedard makes his debut. Okay, it's not the first week in October, people. I know they <laughs> they have games to show, and I get all that, and and we know Fantilli's going to be a stud. You know, health permitting. Uh, can we? Uh, it's it's exhibition games. Let's let's chill out. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm so just, just saying it's exhibition. Listen, it, I mean, yeah. the only thing that matters in exhibition games is nobody gets hurt. Yep, you are correct. But I just want to say that some guys were starting to feel um, comfortable in the American Hockey League and the NHL early on, and we'll see. It is very early on, so. Right now, as far as I know, it's ready. It's uh, it's set. There's a preseason poll. Let's count it Ten, down. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
All right, let's. All right, yeah, good, nice. So you got one that starts at sixteen. <laughs> no, I no. Ten, but I thought I, I thought I'd get it up there. So here you go. All right, well, starting at six. No, starting at sixteen is Colgate, followed by <laughs> fifteen Clarkson, fourteen Canisius, thirteen Brown, twelve Bowling Green. Okay, no, no, no. Here we go. No. Let's get this real. We'll start with uh, number one. It is Ryan one. being real. In Paul Hornstein's, I have the proof, folks. And if you need me to send it on his yellow notepad, I will do it. Okay, the let's, 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 let's. Season, time out. Time out. Time ready. out. Stop, stop, stop. Let's make sure we set the parameters here. And this was very much done under protest. Because right now, every team should be ranked one and every team should be ranked 62. Because <laughs> they all are 0-0, oh and oh, 0 and 0. No wins, no losses, no record, nothing. <laughs> Nil, nada, niet, zippo. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, I, I'm going to start off the countdown with just a second. All right, here we go. The first preseason Super 16 ever done by Paul Hornstein for not by choice for 23-24. He thinks the defending champions, Quinnipiac, the Bobcats, are going to be number one. He believes Boston University is two. He believes the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers will be three. Number four, he has the Denver Pioneers. And number five, the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Soon. Well, that's your top five. I'm going to give you uh, a chance to tell us how you ended up with the top five. Well, you list them. You go one, two, three, four, and five. See, that's how you get a top five. You just put some names in there. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, let's do uh, let's do the six through ten. Number six, he's got Boston College. Number seven, he's got Michigan. Number eight, he's got Michigan Tech. Hey, Tech fans, rise up, baby. Uh, number nine, he's got Michigan State. And number 10, Western Michigan. My goodness, did Paul Hornstein disappear out to Michigan for a while? That's one, two, three, four in a row to round out the top 10 Michigan schools. Are you feeling okay, my friend? Um, you know, again, this is what happens when you pull stuff out of a hat. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do 11 through 16 next. 11, Cornell. 12, St. Cloud. 13, the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. 14, Providence. 15, Colorado College Tigers. No, and Colorado 16, College. Merrimack. Uh, Paul, you, you just made a lot of friends in Colorado Springs. You have the Tigers. Please don't. Please stop saying that's embarrassing. Don't. No. no. Colorado <laughs> no, College. It's the Tigers. No, it's not. Okay. So anyway, that's how you have them ranked. Um, For now. And I know you had to do one because John Buchagross did one. And I where did whatever. you put your alumni? I, just, His, right. yeah, I mean, the, uh, the alums. Where do you put them? Whose alums? Your alums. Your team. My team? Yeah, your team. Where did you put your team at Arizona State? Um, he put them at 16. Yeah. Paul Hornstein couldn't quite do that, no, but I, um, 
Colorado College is happy with you. I think the Bulldogs are happy with you. I know St. Cloud is ecstatic with you. Uh, Denver's probably uh, got a few darts going at your picture in the bowl in the locker room, and uh, North Dakota is telling you hold my beer, so to speak. Because, Whatever. Uh, so you have us at five. Uh, let, let us show you a thing or two. Okay. I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, okay. That's it. That's it. I, I okay. Mean, That's it. If you're going to gripe about being put in fourth or fifth, you have other problems. Well, not if you're looking to win the 10th national championship like the Denver Pioneers. You don't have to worry about that poll. <laughs> you, win, so anyway. you win you win the national championship that's an easy poll in uh in, in april um so anyway uh were there any honorable mentions were there some teams paul that you thought maybe i should have them in the top 16 in the super 16 i did think about uconn okay i did think about uh northern michigan uh, oh he would have seriously put five Michigan teams in the top 16? I thought about it. I didn't do it. Oh, my goodness. Um, Lake Superior State just wasn't uh, wasn't there? Um, no. <laughs> People are wondering where you live. Do you have an allegiance to Michigan? Or is it no, still absolutely. The Maroon no. and Gold team in, in Arizona? It's always forks up, baby. Uh, <laughs> I did think about that putting them in, but I'm like, no, that's just no. You figured the jabs might come out. No, I just <sighs> you know, it's not like uh, I, I gotta see him you know, uh, you, I gotta see him play. Okay. Do, 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 do they do they have on paper the makings of a team that could, you know, be in the top 16? You know, when you when you have a TJ Semptonfelter in goal and, and he's healthy, you you're it's a good start. But you know, gotta see it on the ice first. Um yeah. I also have Minnesota State and Clarkson, who I thought about putting in there. Okay. Um I think you have a pretty good list there. Um I, there's probably a few I would move around um uh, three different spots. I, I think Omaha is is a sleeper. I think they could have made that that group, and I, I think you're gonna, yeah. again, I could, have listed, I could have listed a dozen teams all that under consideration. Yeah, well, the the reason I say Omaha, and again, you know this, I look at how they finished last year, I look at what they lost and what they brought in uh, in this coming season, and then I look at that schedule, and I really like Omaha's schedule almost as much as I like Colorado College Tigers. Stop because, that. Uh, because uh, Omaha has a bunch of home games to start the year, and uh, they can get off to a really fast start. And we know what happens if you're 500 or better in the NCHC. That usually means you're going to find yourself in the in the 16 teams that matter, and that's the NCAA tournament in March. You know, I mean, other places have you know a different version. Of, of their preseason stuff. Um, not that the teams are very different, but, um, you know, uh, they might be switched around a little bit. But it, it does seem that everybody is 
pretty consensus on the top five ish. <laughs> There's a lot of issues going around tonight. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, top five ish. I mean, okay, well, here, here's Butcher Grass's BU Quinnipiac. Oh, give him some, give him some airtime. He needs it. Yeah, I know. The, the other maroon and gold team, Denver, Michigan, BC, Duluth, the Sioux, I mean, uh, North Dakota, uh, Michigan State, St. Cloud, Tech, Providence, Ohio State, Western, Cornell, and ASU. Um, your buddy Wooten there, or at least his site, BU, the other maroon and gold team, Denver, Michigan, Quinnipiac, uh, North Dakota, Tech, Michigan State, BC, and Merrimack were their top 10. So, and they're quote-unquote just missing the cut. Um, well, I, I don't know how you could have Wisconsin in there. I don't. I mean, that's that's nuts. Um, <laughs> two words for you, my friend. Mike Casting. You know, I get that, and that's the first two words after the name Wisconsin. But, I mean, come on. Um, you know, the guy who did the the top ten, and I, you know, he's, you know, the, these guys all have much more uh, service time than I do. But you know, let's again, I, I, I can sit here and make the argument for Duluth and uh, Penn State, Ohio State. I do have Providence in the sixteen and UConn, um, but you can't make an argument for having Wisconsin just missed the cut without having without having them on the ice. Uh, are they going to be better? Of course they are. Could they be worse? No. <laughs> but, you know, seriously. Um, so, I mean, that's what you got there. Um, I don't obviously have slight things slightly different, but we're all pretty much on the same page. Well, here, here's what I think. And, and I just think you have a lot of courage for putting it out because it took a lot of prodding. And then you kind of went away, and then you decided, you know what, I'm coming back on it. So I'm going to give you this. What a- <laughs> and, and we have quite a few teams that want to give you this. I'm sure most of the people want to give me that. That's not really what they want to give but, me. But for the most part, we really want this. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> I gave you a little whistle. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're having a little fun tonight on College Hockey West Live. Again, tomorrow night, the plan is to be from the Northwell Health Ice Center. in What's that city again? Uh, East Meadow. East Meadow, New York. Yeah. On the island, though, right? It's on yes, Long Island? Yes, that is Nassau County. That is correct. I'm going to be on Long Island tomorrow, I think. <sighs> Well, Brett, uh, Brett Riley between us. Um, are you gonna bring me a bagel or something like that so I can get your try own a bagel. Long bagel. <laughs> it's your own bagel. Seriously? <laughs> I don't know where to go. Can we do a pizza walk? Can we do one of those? Uh, there is a there is a pizza place right around there. Um, okay. I'll take some Italian sausage. You know. Um, I just don't, I, I would actually have to check to see if it's on, there on open on Mondays. <laughs> the executive producer says she'll take uh, a little mushroom, onion, whatever you want to put on. What? what? No, no, <laughs> no. 
Not onion. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that wraps uh, that wraps tonight. And uh, you know what? We are just one week closer to another start of a great college hockey season. I think this might be the best that uh, we've seen in a very long time because the teams are so much better and the uh, quality of play is certainly going to be there. The conferences are stronger. The independents are better. So uh, here's to a, a great start coming up in just about a week, week and a half. Looking forward to Take it. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the masks, College Hockey West live on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. It's been brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on Redbubble.com and let us help you design that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. And by the way, uh, we say this once in a while, I understand that's not the correct pronunciation, but most people are not sitting at their desk writing stuff. So you have to... Say it so they can spell it correctly. Caesars Sportsbook app. Download the app where available, but please play responsibly. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. FedEx, simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West, unless something has to be sent to me. And by Liberty University, (laughs) over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask is live every week on the Podbean app and available along with all of our weekly podcasts for download at your favorite podcast platform. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. To find any of our shows, subscribe, rate, and review the shows or just tell a friend to help others find the podcasts. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com. All right. First of all, no offense to our friends at FedEx, but I will make the delivery personally to one Paul Hornstein tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And, and secondly, all of it? Big, shout out, big shout out to the guys at T-Mobile uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia, for, for coming up with this wonderful idea and this uh and thanks to t-mobile for setting us up because holy cow if if this works everywhere that i go this would be fantastic so we have no more interruptions in podcasts because there's nothing more irritating than we don't have a solid connection that's true thank you t-mobile for that 5g gateway we're going to hope that that continues to work the way it is tonight um tonight got it anyway um we will see you on long island tomorrow night here's hoping Good night, everybody. Good night.